Hey, real quick, before we start the show, just wanted to ask you, please go vote. The Wi-Fi Awards are open for voting. Jim and I are up for Content Creator of the Year for the Rockcast, and we would be very thankful if we could have your vote. Now, on to the show. Good afternoon, everybody. This is a, a bit of a unique ruck cast. Uh, there is no Jim Palmer today, so I'm flying solo. Uh, but I do have two special guests to make up for no Jim. Um, and we've got a special, and this is an unplanned episode. You guys are going to call BS on us because in the episode you just heard, if you're listening regularly, we said it was our last one for the year. And, well, we fibbed. Um, but we have a special one. We've got two special guests with us today. We have Rajiv Iyer and Dave Burns. And they've got some really cool announcement to talk about. So I, I want to uh, give you guys a, a chance to introduce yourselves first. Uh, so, Rajiv, I know you've been on before, but just to, to remind our audience uh, what you are all about here at Ruckus. Oh, thank you, John. This is uh, indeed a special last week for us. And we have so much goodness coming out in the last week. We thought we would hang out with you <laughs> and Jim, of course, uh, it <laughs> took off. So I do the innovation AI and ML product line in Ruckus, and we have a lot of goodness to share with you. We can't wait till the next year to tell you all about it. So let's start now today, and we'll keep talking to you next year as well. Sounds good. And then with us for the first time, and I know this is a guest that it's it's funny. Jim's been talking about having, having him on for a good little while. And of course, the, we finally get him on when Jim's not here. Uh, Dave Burns. Dave? Sorry about that. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> hi, everybody. My name's Dave Burns. I'm one of the product managers here at Ruckus, and I am in charge of our exciting platform, uh, Ruckus One, which is our new replacement for the formerly known as Ruckus Cloud, uh, cloud uh, network management platform. So very excited to be on the, on the uh, Ruckcast. I should have joined you and Jim before, but uh, as you point out, we have a lot of exciting things that are going on this week. Um, too much to not be sharing, so uh, it, it's good that we're having this. Indeed, and don't worry. I'm sure in 2024, we'll have you back on when Jim is still here. So Definitely the case. Yeah, I look so, forward to that one as well. We'll have, we always have more to discuss. There's lots going on always. with Ruckus One, um, but there's some really exciting stuff that's going on you know, with our launch of the R770 this week. So it's good that we're here to discuss this. Yeah, that was that was a very, very nice segue. Jim would be proud. <laughs> so we did have PLM folks on a couple months back to talk about the R770, which was our enterprise, our uh, Wi-Fi 7 access point, which is pretty cool. Um, it is GA as of not that long ago. And we've got some really big news this week, which is the R1 support for the R770. So Dave, you kind of alluded to it. It's an exciting week for us. Um, what is the significance of this support for the R770? So this really is the first enterprise Wi-Fi 7 access point that's uh, going to be available you know, globally. Um, and the R1 platform is our leading network controller platform. And we're going to be leading... Um, support of the R770 with the R1 with the R1 platform. So we're actually launching the R770 on Ruckus One this week. Um, so by the time your listeners are listening to this, 
the R770 should already be supported in Ruckus One um, natively, which is very exciting. We're I'm leapfrogging the smart zone, which is unheard of at Ruckus, but I'm very excited to have that opportunity. I felt that was worthy of some applause. Nice. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never get that kind of applause, right? Because everybody loves the smart zone and they love how the smart zone has a whole bucket full of features and it always comes out before me, but I get to pass them this time. It's very exciting. Well, and you, and you know what it is too. And, and we did just have an episode about this. Uh, and I think that actually you and Jim were talking about this. Uh, we compared the different platforms or at least R one, the controller, uh, smart zone, and unleashed we left standalone out of it um for obvious reasons but r1 got a lot of love in that episode and i think and we've said it before and i'm just going to leave the 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 bait out there because it'll mean we're going to have to have both of you on again but i think there's a lot of exciting things coming down the pike for r1 in 2024 so um not surprised that you guys are first out of the gate for the r770 and that's it's really exciting um with that said uh, will this release support all of the Wi-Fi 7 features that come with the R770? So that is a great question. Um, we are, so there's a whole bunch of stuff that comes with Wi-Fi 7. And the main things that are coming, you know, um, Wi-Fi 7 is officially being ratified by the Wi-Fi Alliance in January of 2024. So the, the standard is not official, official yet. But we all, you know, all the manufacturers have a very good idea of what's expected to be in the standard. Um, you know, and the chipset manufacturers obviously have delivered chips based on what this pre-standard has kind of been. So we're um, coming out the gate with support for all the things that we know exist, right? Um, the 320 megahertz channelization, the 6 gigahertz spectrum, obviously, um, you know, multi-link operation is going to be included in, in this release. So there are a lot of the, you know, a lot of the key components of Wi-Fi 7 are going to be supported in R1 as of this release. Um, again, assuming that your clients can take advantage of it, right? It's, it's a challenge to connect a Wi-Fi 7 client to six gigahertz if you don't have a Wi-Fi 7 client. You know, your your, I, your iPhone doesn't support Wi-Fi 7 quite yet, so. Um, no, but there are. There are clients out there. There are significant. Yeah. It's actually surprising how many Wi-Fi 7 devices are out there. I know there's a couple, at least a couple from Samsung. I think the newer uh, Google yep. phones actually support it as well, so. Um, it Samsung feels like we're going to see a Intel lot of adoption. Uh, Intel has a set of chipsets that is that is supporting Wi-Fi 7. We've done a lot of interoperability with the Intel uh, drivers um, and the Intel NIC. So, yeah, there's definitely definitely some devices out there. But I think, you know, uh, hopefully after Christmas, everybody will have a new one in their stocking, and then we'll see a lot of customers connecting up. I was going to say, I don't know about you, but for Christmas, for me, Christmas came early because my, my Intel chips actually arrived last week. Um, nice. So, yeah, I was, I was pretty happy. They were supposed to be here... I think January and they came a little early. So very cool. I'm happy about that. So, but like you said, we've got some clients coming, I think 2024, you've got CES coming in January. I'm sure there's going to be a ton of new devices announced. And I would be shocked if Apple doesn't have at least a couple devices coming in 2024 um, with everything they've got coming down uh, relative to um, like the, the goggles and everything else that they're going to need uh, really good Wi-Fi. So I think it's an exciting time. So it makes sense that it's on R1 and it's the R770 that's doing it all. So pretty cool. And you've already had Tofu on to talk about the capabilities of the R770. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah. And I'll, we'll link to that in the show notes. Um, yeah, it was a good chat. It was a good chat. Um, we had him on uh, basically helping up the, the announcement for the R770. So 
Yeah, we, we know it's a very, very capable device. Um, and please, if you didn't listen to that episode to our audience, uh, like I, I said, it'll be linked in the show notes and uh, take a listen. It's worth, uh, it's probably about a 40 minute show. It's worth the listen. Um, so it's not all about what's supporting it, but what we can get out of it, which yes. leads us to Rajiv. So I know because I spent a lot of time talking to you about AI uh, during the day. <laughs> Do we expect any new analytics or insights when customers add the R770 to R1? The first insight, and this is a big one, is going to be about the channel planning. If you, if you think about the channel plans, we now are getting 1,200 megahertz of new spectrum in US. So how do you know you're making use of this spectrum? How do you know you're doing good with all this extra spectrum that you have and you're not just cooped up in a small space compressed all of that. So that's the first insight that we're developing. And what we're also pairing with that is a method to automatically assign the APs using the best channels, channel widths, so that they do not interfere with each other. So that is our AI-driven RM strategy, and that will support all the 6 gigahertz, and that was done for Wi-Fi 7 to start with. Out of the gate, it supports Wi-Fi 7, R770, and the other APs. Next thing that we did for Wi-Fi 7, R770s is take advantage of AFC. We know it's coming. It's not yet ratified completely, but we are ready for it. The day it gets supported, we know which APs can operate in standard power versus low power. I think there's another category for very low power. So there is standard power, low power, very low power. This whole algorithm understands all of that. So we will take advantage of spectrum, channel, power, planning, and put it on steroids. We do not want human administrators to look at this 59 channels of 20 megahertz, 29 channels of 40 megahertz, 14 channels of 80 megahertz, seven channels of 160 megahertz, and so on, and try to then plan along with the spectrum that they have. You have three new bands, sorry, three total bands, 2.4, 5, and 6 gigahertz. This radio is, this AP, is just full of goodness. So we now want to take uh, our algorithms and assist the human operator administrators to extract the best out of it. And the first thing that we're doing is with the channel inspector. More coming. And you know, that's uh, another thing that Rajiv brought up that it, it's covering all these three radios, right? Like Wi-Fi 7 really is, um, a, a, it's bringing so much additional capacity to even the 2.4 and the 5 gigahertz spectrum, right? By, by being able to support 4096 QAM and OFDMA um, on these ex in this existing spectrum, we're really able to pack more clients in there, get more, you know, get more clients connected, deliver more data, and and have a better experience overall as well as with the multi-link operation being able to determine which radio is going to be most optimal for the client to connect on right he's further away so we can use 2.4 um, or they're closer so we can use six and we can really blast them with a lot of signal um, there, there's a lot of, of efficiency that we're going to be able to deliver with this and um, i'm really ex excited that wi-fi 7 is going to deliver 
a lot of the promise that I kind of feel ended up being more hype from the Wi-Fi 6E cycle. You know, Wi-Fi 6E, everybody promised 6 gigahertz was going to revolutionize and we were going to have all this spectrum. And then it didn't, you know, it didn't really materialize quite as everybody expected. It didn't really see the adoption that everybody expected. And it certainly didn't deliver on the the throughput and the capacity that everyone quite expected. But I, I feel like with Wi-Fi 7, they've we've kind of laid the groundwork to deliver on the promises of 6E. And that's not just for ruckus, right? In, in my opinion, that's that's across the industry. No, and I think that's fair. I mean, it, I'm, I'm, I've seen this debate, and, and Jim and I might have had this offline a few times, and it's it's definitely been out there in the wireless community that you can look at every version of Wi-Fi, and there's there's things cooked into this version that were first announced or discussed or proposed to be in a previous version or two, yeah. and it's it takes a couple iterations for things to kind of catch up from theoretical to reality, whether it's the technology doesn't catch up or the adoption doesn't catch up. Or I think in some cases with Wi-Fi seven, with certain things being more mandate mandated, um, I think that helps because the reality is you look at some of the older uh, offerings and it, it was wasn't mandatory. Yeah. It was all yeah. optional. And I mean, literally I remember from some of my early classes, you could look at the RFC 1918 documentation for, you know, 802.11b or GAN, whatever you want to call it. And there's the book is thick. There's hundreds of thousands of different items in there. And like 2% are actually in production because that's what got adopted. Um, so it, it should be a really interesting time with what we've got coming down with Wi-Fi 7. And, and I know people are already talking about what's coming down the pike after that, but that's a horse of a different color for another time. Um, but so no, it's really exciting time. I like it. I mean, I've been, I've been dabbling with, uh, the cloud RRM feature, uh, that Rajiv mentioned. I've said this a couple of times with regard to Wi-Fi 60 and more specifically with seven, because seven really puts all of the intelligence into the, the spec 60 was mostly just the six gigahertz spectrum. There's a lot of new things that anybody that's been doing Wi-Fi for a little while, you pretty much have to go back to class and learn it. And, you know, Rajiv hit the nail on the head. Like I'm used to three, six and 11 or one, one, six and 11 rather. Um, I'm going to get crucified for that. Um, you know, 24 channels and five gigahertz. Um, you know, I'm, I've full disclosure, three, six and 11. I was thinking of TV channels. Um, but you're, you're used to having like 27 ish channels between 2.4 and five, yep. which even those we used to do auto planning with a tool, like a, a survey tool or something like that. Now you're, you know, you're, you're taking that up by a factor of two or three. It's a lot. So having an AI tool that's powerful enough to, you know, uh, coordinate and really get the most out of that new spectrum is, is really, really awesome. So I'm looking forward to see what that, um, brings to bear. I've got a customer Rajiv knows all too well. That's, that's really, um, chomping at the bit to try that out, not with uh, six gigahertz, but with Wi-Fi in general. And I think it's going to be um, an exciting a uh, couple months early in 2024 to see what they do with that. So I'm looking forward Very to cool. it indeed. So if they've listened this far and I hope they have, somebody's probably going, when, when can this come out and what do I have to do to use this? So this is, we are recording this the week of the, of December 18th. Um, depending on when you have posted this up, my expectation is that we are launching support for the R770 in Ruckus One this week. Um, I believe it is launched on December 20th in product. So if you have been 
fortunate enough to already obtain an R770 from a, a uh, distributor or a reseller, you would just be able to add the serial number to your environment. And with, you know, assuming you had a, a, the appropriate amount of licenses, you would be able to add an R770 directly to your existing uh, Ruckus One deployment. If you are not fortunate enough to already have an R770, then please reach out to a reseller and pick one of those up. And uh, and then we can happily set that up to connect up directly to your Ruckus One environment. Um, I have several that are in beta already. You know, we have some that are in some early adopters' hands, and they're already running against Ruckus One. Um, you know, we, we've tested some significant, uh, you know, put put them through their paces, let's say, and and you know, ironed out some of the initial kinks. Right, there's always going to be some kinks in the first version of firmware. It's to be expected. That's why we we did a pre-release before we're doing the big release that we're doing this week. Um, and then, you know, we we do have one beta feature that I'll mention that's going to be also available, but is not available by default if you turn it on. Um, as you are as as your listeners are probably aware, um, one of the changes with six gigahertz is that it no it won't support WPA two right. WPA two is not supported on the six gigahertz radio. Which if you have been deploying dynamic pre shared keys with ourselves or with any of our competitors, IPSKs. APSKs, whatever the heck they call them, they do all of that based on WPA2. Well, guess what's not going to work on your Wi-Fi 7 deployment, right? WPA2 is not going to be supported on your 6 gigahertz band, which means that all of those DPSK deployments are not going to function anymore. Ruckus has an amazing patented feature called DPSK3 that is currently in beta in Ruckus 1. It will be available as a beta feature that you can opt into in Ruckus 1 when you sign up with your R770. And that is basically the first iteration of us being able to support DPSK with WPA3. So by using DPSK3, we'll be able to support DPSK on that six gigahertz radio. So that's a beta feature now. It'll be available in your UI as a Ruckus One subscriber. If you have an R770 and you are interested in testing that out, I encourage you to do so. We will have a general launch of that um, in the first quarter of next year. Nice. I've heard a lot about that feature. I uh, I may or may not have given a talk at a conference early last year about that, or this year about that feature. Um, I'm excited to see what it actually does in production. So that's that's exciting. That's awesome. And it's, again, it's just included. Right? All I have to do is buy an R770 and plug it into Ruckus 1 Correct. and I'm good to go. Uh, and, and the one nice thing, John, is with Ruckus 1 platform, there's all of the cloud AI analytics, insights, incidents, management baked into one. So the moment you turn on, point your AP to the cloud, you are getting everything. You don't have to go figure out what what else to buy. It's all there. So that is the big change that you have. Yeah, that's a pretty compelling platform. That's a pretty compelling hook. Um, And and one thing I I have to say, and and I know, again, I've been, I, I bother Rajiv a lot more than he likes. Um, <laughs> but one thing that's nice about R1 and about AI, which is attached to R1, it's very regularly updated. Um, you know, Dave, you mentioned that this is going to go to production Q1. I mean, there's it's it's regularly updated. So it's not something where, you know, if we have a new feature or a, a request or anything like that, it's going to take a while to get there. It's It's a very new, very supported platform so it's very the case yeah it's very good so we'll end up having if you guys will have me back i can happily talk more about that but just as a as a uh, little preliminary 
R1 does have a much more rapid feature development cycle and a much more rapid feature release cadence than Ruckus Cloud or SmartZone ever did. Um, we are doing basically monthly releases in Ruckus One. So every month, the third Tuesday of the month, you should expect to see two or three features that have been added. Um, there'll be release notes and things updated in the user guide, but we're, we're very we're very keen to do at least a, a monthly release because we recognize that there are a lot of things that we can deliver to the community. Um, nice. And it, it's nice to have those in a short-term fashion. And it just so happens that the third Tuesday-ish update this, this time around was an early Christmas present of the R770 working in R1. That's correct. Gotta love it. Well, I think that's all I have. I don't know if, if either of you have anything else you want to kind of drop out there for the, the audience before we call it a night. No, I, I think we should just also think about it from a customer side. I mean, the customers uh, were asking us, we actually had a customer visit us and they are getting ready. They have their hands on R770. They will be deploying early part next year. And they, they are looking at various use cases and some of it are like AR, VR, 8K streaming. So these are things no longer that marketing people are saying. These are customers are say, telling us. So ex, uh, mixed reality, esports, that's a big one that they are trying out. Then there is a lot of high reliability operations. Uh, these are things that are manufacturing customers are telling us. So these are all demand side. It's not just vendors pushing in on new technology, the customers are asking us these things. Uh, not so much speed, then speeds are people know that vendors are always going to talk to them about speeds. But with Wi-Fi 7, I'm noticing this change. There is, they're talking about applications that demand low latency and high reliability. So that's been a shift and it's been good. That's gonna help us because ultimately at the end of the day, the customers will drive the adoption of the platform. So. That's right. Looking forward to it. Like I said before, um, we said it on a couple of prior episodes, 2024, I think is going to have a lot of exciting, exciting things coming down the pike for us. A um, lot of new opportunities, a lot of new hardware, a lot of new technology. It's going to be busy year, and I have a feeling we're going to be talking to both of you at least once or twice in the course of the next 12 months. So looking forward to it. Um, sounds great. I don't have anything else. Usually I throw it to Jim. He doesn't have anything else. I just checked with him. Um, if there's no parting shots, I'll, I'll give us the, uh, the outro music and we'll call it a day. I just want to thank you both again for taking some time out of your busy schedules. Obviously there's a lot going on. Um, thank you, John. Yeah, thank Jim you would so be proud. much for having yeah. us. <laughs> appreciate it. Happy holidays. Indeed. Happy thank holidays. You. Happy holidays, Bye. everybody. And uh, have a good one. Thank you so much. If you want to contact the show directly, you can email us using the address ruckcast at comscope.com. To learn more about Ruckus products and services that we may have talked about on this or any other podcast, please check the links in the About section of the show. Ruckus.